0: happy monday horribles you made it through another week here you are again to enjoy some wonderful podcasts we're so glad to have you we're happy you're here now last week you would have heard our episode about crimson peak we hope you enjoyed it we had a ball not maybe one of our favorite movies but it is maybe one of our favorite aesthetics and certainly a fun one to talk about um this week we're doing something a little different um, our buddy Jamie Noguchi is gonna be here he uh, worked on school for extraterrestrial girls with me uh, Jamie's wonderful and uh, he didn't watch he doesn't watch a ton of horror movies but what he does love are monster movies so we decided to jump in and try a uh, thing that's often discussed as being a horror movie in some very real respects we're gonna be talking about the original Godzilla. That's right, Gojira. Uh, I love this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. So I think you guys are going to have a ball. Um, so that'll be this Friday. So hang in until then and you'll have a whole new episode to talk about Godzilla. And if you happen to be somebody who has HBO Max, boy, it's on there on the Criterion Collection and you can just watch the, the original movie on there and uh, talk, a lo- talk through it along with us. Um, so until then, stay horrified. now our theme song goes where are we this is digressively horrified
1: i might have asked you guys this last time but have you seen i know what you did last summer Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: I have. But it was like, um, it was also it probably was I was watching it on TV at the same time that we were watching like the scream Squeakles on on TV.
1: I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer a whole bunch of times. Over the course of a few days, where I was sick, and somehow the TV just got stuck on a channel that was just playing a double feature of "I Know What uh, You Did Last Summer," I must have asked Armaged- you this because I Armageddon remember. This.
2: <laughs> oh my god! I yeah. know what you did last summer, <laughs> last...
1: and those movies are just seared into those like into my brain from those sick days of just those two movies playing back oh to back like three days straight. Right. Yeah, I don't is. know what channel this was. it was, some it kind was like of...
2: a pay per view thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because went on pay per view, like I had the same thing with Wayne's World two and the Adams Family Values. Talk about sequels. Um,
1: okay. Oh my God. Sequel better than the original? Adams Family, Family Values. Values. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Um. 100%. The baby. Thing, it's also like the only exception where a baby doesn't make it worse. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. I mean, the baby wasn't great. It wasn't the greatest part of the movie, but the rest of the movie was so good that it didn't give like I didn't give a shit.
1: Like I guess the baby was pretty good in Three Men and a Baby, but I guess that was the
2: um the baby was good in Willow. That does was a baby. Fu- does Baby Groot count as a baby? No. Okay. <laughs> baby Groot talks. The baby in Willow doesn't talk. But that is a fucking that is an incredible baby. Also, the baby. Baby and
0: Willow does get a goth ass wrap when she's being sacrificed, though. She goes from having normal sackcloth wrap to being wrapped in like goth black and like red straps.
1: If I had way Hell too yeah. much free time, which I don't, I have no free time. I would absolutely <laughs> make like a nonsense YouTube like video. So, I'm like top five best baby actors. <laughs>
2: The thing that, that weirds me out, and it doesn't really weird me out so much as this is really, really fascinating to me on a psychological level, is that the baby in Labyrinth was uh, is um, uh, Brian Froud's kid. And, like, can you imagine what your subconscious would be like if you were exposed to all those fucking puppets? I mean, yeah, you're already Brian Froud, so you're fr- already Toby Froud. Like, okay. And Toby Froud went on to do, like, puppetry and stuff, which makes sense because, like, those that shit was fucked up.
0: It was like, his
2: friend. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And, like, also having David Bowie... Like, I don't... I know David Bowie didn't actually throw the baby, but, like, have David Bowie, like... F- tossing you around Do when you're we like no david
1: bowie didn't actually throw the baby i mean
2: if i had a baby if david bowie was still with us god rest his soul i would let him throw it all over the place well, exactly like <laughs>
0: who mean, among us would not let david bowie throw our baby we did have a whole discussion about how to get his voice raspy in the hunger he went out on the bridge and screamed and sung for hours uh just just to be method growly in the hunger yeah, can you, can you
1: imagine being like, "Hey, did you ever see David Bowie in concert?" Like, "No, but one time I was at an LA beach and David Bowie just showed up and started screaming and singing for an hour and a half. It was And he crazy. was throwing
2: babies. Um and then they became puppeteers." Out oh. of Also, can you imagine working
1: that hard on that role? Fucking ooh. Bad call.
2: N- I, I, not David worth Boy- it,
1: but I appreciate your I appreciate your dedication, Bowie. Not worth it.
2: I, he still. I mean, that movie was aesthetic as fuck. Come on, it was that movie. Every was, every David Bowie movie is aesthetic as fuck. That movie was a vibe piece. Yeah, I mean, so was the fucking Man Who Fell to Earth. You know, that movie was even less had even less of a plot than The Hunger did. But speaking of I plot, hope was, I hope he was I hope
1: he was in more of it at least.
2: No, the movie was about him, and he also got naked. So that I mean, and we got to see his dangling. So that was that was worth it right there. There, like, there you was, go. Yeah. That minute where he was shooting guns and had his, his dingling out um, was worth the entire film, which was you like two hours.
1: Me, you had me at dingling.
2: Okay, I was gonna say Sarah Michelle Geller <laughs> I know what you
1: did last summer, and written by Kevin Williamson, and it came out two months before this movie, and what? he also was killed brutally in that movie. So like I don't know if they were trying to be Wait. like no, is she's it? not no, no, yeah. dying. This one. Wait, no. Are you? Isn't she the f- final girl of? Oh wait, you no. mean she was brutally killed in Scream Two? Killed in Scream Two, and she was brutally killed. And I know what you did last summer. No, she, isn't uh, she the final? No, she's no, not the final like, girl. You want her to be the final girl, and yeah, she that's could right. have been. The final girl is the one who's like yelling in the street. An idea that was done right. by a child, and they're like, because a child won a contest to direct a shot, and the and the child was like. I just go on the screen and yell what are you I waiting for that. and then they're like okay it's nonsense but we'll film it and they went through the footage like guys this is fucking amazing this kid fucking <laughs> nailed it yeah so i guess kevin williamson got to kill her you know within two three months uh i don't know if joss whedon never got to do made, that
0: he must have made bank over like these three years like
2: yeah. He had, so I, of,
0: he had all three of these and then like Dawson's Creek immediately after this like that's retirement money. yeah that's, rolling that's, in the dough.
1: That's fuck you money for the rest of your life. <laughs>